Welcome to the Discipleship Now podcast, hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner, an author, ordained minister, and father of three. Dr. Turner has pastored, held multiple ministry leadership roles, and currently serves as the Mission USA Administrator of the Congregational Holiness Church. In each episode, we'll dive into different aspects of discipleship, sharing personal stories and experiences, as well as insights and teachings from the Bible. Our hope is that this podcast will serve as a source of encouragement and inspiration for all who listen, whether you're a seasoned Christian or just beginning your journey of faith. So, Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join Dr. Matthew Turner on this journey of discipleship. Have you ever wondered in your life, does Jesus care about my circumstances or situations? Have you you ever thought to yourself, I wonder if God has time to think about me and to look on my situations and circumstance? I think this is a totally normal question to ask because we see in Scripture of an example of this in Mark chapter 4, where the disciples asked Jesus, do you even care? And I think this is such a fitting time and a place to ask this question and to look at Scripture and to be inspired by this story and what Jesus does in this situation. I'm so grateful that you're here along with me as we dive into this part one of this episode, Does Jesus Care? Hello, I'm Dr. Matthew Turner, and welcome to Discipleship Now, a podcast where we dive into all kinds of subjects surrounding life, family, and ministry. And I'm so grateful that we can look to Scripture and to be encouraged and inspired even today. There's a wonderful song that is entitled, Does Jesus Care? It has incredibly encouraging lyrics, and I want you to listen to the first and second verse and the refrain in this song. It's beautiful. If you've never heard it before, look it up. You should take a listen because I think it really speaks to, if not where you are right now, you certainly could relate to it. But the first verse simply says, Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song when the burdens press and the cares distress and the way grows weary and long? Have you ever felt like that before, that a day is just growing weary and long, that it seems like it's never going to end because of a bad circumstance or situation or a phone call, or you've been hurt by someone, and it just makes the day feel like it, it is never going to end? The second verse says this, Does Jesus care when my way is dark with a nameless dread and fear? And as the daylight fades into deep, dark shades, Does he care enough to be near? Man, I feel that last line, does he care enough to be near? Have you ever felt like that before? I know that I have. I have felt like in my life that sometimes Jesus is a million miles away and that he is paying no attention to me in, in my life. But I love what the refrain or the chorus says. Listen to the words. It says, oh, yes. He cares, I know He cares. His heart is touched by my grief. When the days are weary and the long nights are dreary, I know my Savior cares. Man, I love that song. It is so encouraging to me in a time and a place when I feel like God doesn't care or I'm 
facing a situation where it feels like God is far off, I think about that song and it reminds me that yes, Jesus does care about my life and my circumstances, about my family, about my children, about my wife and my situations. I'm grateful for that. There's an incredible place in Scripture in Mark chapter 4, this wonderful story of where the disciples come to Jesus and they ask him, Jesus, do you even care? And I want to read these scriptures. This is Mark chapter 4, starting in verse number 35. On the same day when the evening had come, and he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. But they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the waves obey him? What a what a wonderful, incredible story. Not too long ago, I was traveling with my family, and we were on a major interstate here in Georgia. And if you've ever been in and around Atlanta, and I'm sure that there's other places like Atlanta around the United States, but um, here close to Atlanta and in and around Atlanta, people are uh, not very uh, coherent even, is, is a word that I would say, while they're driving. They're, they're either distracted because of things on their mind or even on their phones or on the phone talking to someone and, and they drive like they're extremely distracted or even inebriated. And uh, so you have to be very careful. But on this particular day, we didn't encounter a, a reckless driver, but rather a reckless animal. <laughs> a deer ran onto the interstate while all of us that were around him were driving 70, 75 miles an hour. A deer ran onto the interstate, and I could see the deer, I don't know, maybe two football fields ahead of me. It was in a bright, clear day, so there was no mistaking this deer that ran onto the highway. And it was me and my wife and my all my kids. And so I was, when I saw him, I was immediately startled. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a deer on the interstate. And so my wife is is kind of silently freaking out in the in the passenger passenger seat. And and so we're getting closer. And I'm slowing down. Obviously, I put my brakes on as I saw the deer uh, come onto the interstate. Put my brakes on, and so I I move over in the far left lane as. This deer was in the far right lane. Well, as soon as I was getting closer to him, the deer jotted across the interstate coming towards me on the left left side of the interstate. And I thought I was going to just miss him when just at the right second, he stops and turns. And as he turns his head, the left side of my car clips his head. And of course, the deer passes away. And uh, it messed up the side of my my uh, my car um, pretty bad. I had to put it in the shop. But here is the great thing about that story: me and my family were totally fine. 
It didn't cause us any bodily harm. We were able to drive our car all the way home. And the whole way home after that incident, all I could say was, thank you, Lord, for your hand of protection. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. When I wasn't even thinking about the dangers of what could happen on the interstate that day, God, in his provincial grace and his amazing um, uh, guiding hand, protected me and my family when it could have been much, much worse. Could have hit that deer head on. It could have severely broken up the car. It could have caused us to wreck. There could have been a million things that could have happened. But God took care of me and my family. And I've thought about that that incident so many times. And then I've thought about these scriptures where Jesus and our Father truly cares about us. I know we go through times in our lives where it seems like that God is afar off and that he doesn't really care. But I want to encourage you today that wherever you are, in whatever circumstance you find yourself in, that Jesus is right there with you. As a matter of fact, that's the very first point that I want to just bring out to you as we look at these scriptures, is that Jesus is on the boat or in your life right there with you. He is right there with you, next to you, around you, behind you, above you, below you, all the way around you. He is right there with you. I want to encourage you, and maybe you haven't thought about it, maybe you haven't realized that God is right there with you, but I want to encourage you that God is with you. And here in these verses we that we've read, the disciples and the Jesus and Jesus has boarded a boat. Now this is so interesting. And one of the things I want to encourage you with is the scripture tells us right in the first verse of verse 35, it says, On the same day when the evening had come, that he said to him, Let us cross over to the other side. What's so interesting about this is that it says, Mark points out that it was the same day. What is he talking about? Well, Jesus had spent the whole day teaching to this point. He had been preaching and teaching, dealing with people. He has uh, spent the majority of the day preaching and teaching about the kingdom of God. And Mark says it was on the same day that Jesus boarded a boat with his disciples. Now, why is this significant? Well, to me, it's significant because even though that Jesus had spent time with other people all day long, countless of people, as you go back and you read the whole chapter and even the chapter before in Mark chapter 3, and you read about all of the people that, that Jesus was with and how that he was teaching, you realize that Jesus never shied away from being with the ones whom he loved the most. He never was too tired. He never was wore out. He never uh, got tired of being around people that constantly was wanting something from him or that was constantly asking him for something. Jesus never, ever, ever shooed people away. No, Jesus loves people and Jesus loves you. And so I know that a lot of times we may think that Jesus is afar off because he has something better to do, or he thinks, or we think that he doesn't want to be around us, that he's tired of us, that he doesn't want to deal with our issues or circumstances. No, I want to encourage you, there is nothing more important on the mind of our Father, of Jesus Christ, than to be right there with you in your situation, in your circumstances, and helping you in your journey. That's exactly what we find with the disciples. Even though Jesus had spent all day with his other people and, and taught them and helped them, he wanted to be with his disciples. And there was a place that they needed to get to, 
and he was ready to sit down for a moment and be with the ones that he loved. So we boarded a boat to cross over on the other side. In this incredible story, we find that Jesus was right there with the disciples as this huge storm approached them. Now, I remember in 2014, my wife and I, we were fortunate enough to take a trip to Israel, and we actually got to stay on the Sea of Galilee, got to board a boat and travel on the Sea of Galilee and and go to some of the cities and areas around the Sea of Galilee. It was a beautiful, amazing place. I actually have a picture in my office of the sunset over the Sea of Galilee. It is an unbelievably beautiful place, and I'm so grateful for that opportunity. When I saw the Sea of Galilee, I thought to myself, are you kidding me? This placid lake, this lake that looks like it's so still that you can see your own reflection in, this is the place that caused the disciples to be so scared that they thought they were going to die? And I think about that because if you research and you study about the Sea of Galilee, it is so positioned among the topography of that area that swift and strong winds blow so often upon that sea that it can quickly cause a massive, what we would call a storm, to blow up where there's waves uh, that are well over your head. And certainly in those times and the, and the rudimentary ways that they would build boats in those times, and obviously they didn't have the tools that we have today, so their boats were nothing like they are today. You could understand if there's a wave that's taller uh, than you, uh, you could understand how they could so easily spill into the boat, start filling the boat, as the scriptures say. And you could understand how easily the disciples would have gotten very concerned out there in the middle of that sea. And so the disciples are out there and the storm blows up and Jesus was right there with them. I think about this amazing verse of scripture in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 2, where the Lord says, I'll go before thee and I'll make crooked places straight. I want to encourage you today that God is with you. And not only is he with you, but he knows where you're going. He knows the area that you're that you're going to. He knows the place that you're headed. He knows everything about your circumstance and your situations. And so he did the disciples. He was so confident about what they were going to experience and where they were going to go that Jesus laid his head down on a pillow and he went to sleep. It's just, this is amazing. He was obviously 100% God, but he was also 100% man, which meant the man got tired. He spent all day preaching and teaching, and he got tired. So he sat down to rest, and his eyes got heavy, and he nodded off to sleep. And then this huge storm arises, and the disciples, they come to Jesus, and they ask him, Jesus, do you even care? The beautiful thing is, is that Jesus was there for the disciples to go to. And that is what I want to encourage you with today. Is that the disciples, they felt like they were going to die. They were scared to death and they thought, surely this is it. But they had somebody they could go to. They had someone right there on the boat whom they knew could change everything in a moment should, should he desire to do it. So they went to him and they said, Jesus, do you even care? And that's what I want to encourage you, you with today is that God is right there. I know the situation may seem like it's going to take you down, that this is it, that you're going to lose your life, that that diagnosis is finally going to, to run its course and that you're not going to make it. 
or that situation that you're dealing with with a family member that's caused you so much heartache and pain that it's never going to get any better. Or your financial circumstance, it feels like that, 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 that the financial situation is not going to get any better, that you don't have enough to pay your bills or, or to bring food on the table or whatever it may be. You have somebody right now, today, in your boat, in your corner that you can go to, and his name is Jesus. And if you happen to ask the same question that disciples ask, Jesus, do you even care? I promise you'll get the same answer that the disciples did. Oh, yes, I care, Jesus would tell the disciples. And Jesus got up and he changed the whole situation. And God can in your life as well. And I want to encourage you today that Jesus is right there as we look at this scripture. And there's much more that we'll talk about in the next episode. But the answer to the question, does Jesus care, is certainly, yes, beloved, he cares about you. He's there with you. He's going to help you. And you're going to make it because Jesus truly does care. I hope you were encouraged today. And I pray that you will contact me or reach out to me by going to my website, MatthewRyanTurner.com. Avail yourself to all the resources there, the books that are there. And we're grateful for all of you that are joining in with us today. Join with me next time as we look at part two of Does Jesus Care? And until next time, I pray that the Lord blesses you and keeps you. Thank you for listening to the Discipleship Now podcast hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner. We hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you on your faith journey. Don't forget to subscribe and share with others who might benefit from these conversations. Until next time, keep seeking Jesus and growing in your discipleship journey.